0: Before we dive into today's episode, I want to share with you a brand new resource that is now available to University of Rochester students. Interstride is an interactive platform that empowers international students to thrive through a variety of features, including visa and immigration support, tailored job opportunities, webinars, and so much more. To get started, visit interstride.com Rochester.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Careers Unfiltered. I'm Casey Yu, and I'm joined again by my co-host, Dene. Hello, Danae. Hi, Casey. Hello. We are very excited today because we are joined by a special guest, Oscar López Hidalgo. He graduated from the University of Rochester in 2013 with a BS in psychology. Prior to his undergraduate college experience, he was a squash player in Mexico and continued his sports career here at the U of R. His love of sports continued in his graduate studies, where he earned his MS in Human Development from the Warner School of Education in 2016 with a dissertation in Fostering Youth Athletic Development through the Positive Youth Development Framework. Currently, he is a squash professional at Genesee Valley Club and is also a volunteer assistant squash coach at the U of R. Welcome, Oscar.
2: Thank you, Casey. Thank you, Danae. Uh, It's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you for the great introduction.
1: Of course, we're very happy to have you here and just to get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Of course yes um, you know i'd like to I like to start with uh i I'm an international student I came as an international student from mexico i uh, I started playing squash in you know when I was a little kid and immediately fell in love with it so uh, I think that's been my my life path since and when I heard about the University of Rochester and in, in general schools in the United States, given some opportunities to, to study and play squash, I, I immediately started applying and, you know, the University of Rochester was a great fit. I eventually got, got um, accepted because it took me a couple of years to get in. I, I'm, I'm just happy I made it. I'm happy. It was, it was the choice I made. And, and, you know, it's, it's, an, it's been an amazing experience so far. And I'm still here. I'm still in Rochester. So it's, you know, it, it talks for itself. It's It's been great. Oh,
0: I love that so much that you of brought you here and you've stayed here. That's great. Um, So, Oscar, how was your time while you were at the University of Rochester? And follow up, what led you to eventually major in psychology?
2: Okay, so... The, the the experience has been has been the best the best experience of my life, I always say. So it's been so different. It's been, you know, a great opportunity. Is is it's been a showcase for me too to to get the best of me in in academics, in sports, to meet people, um just learn from different perspectives as as an athlete, as a student and, and professionally now. So it's just it just has been the best experience of my life and there's nothing less it's nothing less than that and going for going with with the career path I was taking so heavily with squash i decided to study psychology because I feel like that could have helped me more develop um, a, a, a pattern of knowledge for for the sport and so so with my with my master's degree i felt like i could always Learn more about the human psychology, the human development of, you know, the different aspects of life. But in general, at that at that point, I was so interested and involved in squash uh, that I feel like it could always aid my my development, professional development, and athletic development. So that that ultimately was what made me decide what I wanted to study, why I wanted to study psychology.
1: That's excellent. I'm glad that you had a really great time here at the U of R. Um, I know I have. And moving Mm -hmm. on, we know that you have been heavily invested in squash. So Mm -hmm. I'm just curious during your time at U of R, how you were able to manage courses while being an athlete and also um, how being an international student on campus also influenced your time here at the U of R. Um, Mm -hmm. So we'll start off with that question
2: uh well yeah the 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 first time time management first question the time management management was was tough I, I think the commitment to the sport itself is is big you know do you, you 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 put more than what you have sometimes and more more than what you can give and you know you have or at least the, the team at that point and, and I'm sure the the team's still still doing great but it's you commit yourself to it and you know we we feel as a team we want to do the best and we we put everything out there and and whether we are on court or not we're thinking about our sport and it's you know it's it takes a whole day it takes a whole day our diet our resting our you know academics everything revolves about it uh, around it and now as an international student we I had my extra challenges, I, you know, again, coming from Mexico, the, the language was a huge barrier for me. I, I thought I knew it. Th- I thought I was ready. And, you know, I did my exams and my TOEFL, uh, which is a test of English as a foreign language. I was great, you know, on paper I was great. And, but I never lived in an English speaking in English-speaking country before. So coming here and all of a sudden immersed, being immersed in this bubble, of you know like fully academic um world you know it's it's it's, it was hard it was hard so just to have to do all the readings and all the classes uh were were challenging i thought i was ready i definitely wasn't so my my first year and two were tough in that sense where reading instead of taking me 20 minutes or you know whatever it should take it took me 10 times longer just to Translate a couple of things and understand a couple couple of things. So time was even worse at that time because obviously, like a, a work that should have taken an hour, it took me three hours or longer. Um, and then on top of that, I you know all the changes you know, with with my training and the team, uh, it, it was it was tough to manage at the beginning. And you just can get better at it. You know, it's it's an adjustment. it's it's a process. And and and, and again, it was. It was all up all up, up upheld from there, and uphill is in a good way it was it was good it was is going up, up after that.
0: Thank you for sharing a little bit about your experience. I can imagine that coming from a different country. And like you were saying, even just the language that adds such a different level of adjustment on top of just getting used to like school and managing your time, like you mm-hmm. were saying. So, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for being transparent about that experience. Um, I'm a little curious, Oscar. So clearly yeah. you love squash, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> so at what point did you realize that this was like the career path you wanted to go down? And then on what point did you realize it was actually like attainable, something you could actually do?
2: Um, Wow. That's a great question. I, I remember as a kid, uh, I was playing squash and my, my first coach ever, you know, I was somewhere around the maybe 13 years old and we're all about it too. Already. And, and, And I'm, you Know, I'm like, it's it's is I've been playing for a couple of years, and they asked me, What do you want to do with it? So, what's what you're with it? You know, this, this is not a big, this is not a big sport, this is not a big uh career path anyway. So, what do you want to do with it? I'm like, Well, I whatever I can do, I want to be involved with it because it's so fun, it makes my life, it makes my day, uh, and I'm sure all the athletes uh, can relate to it. You know, it's, squash has been my sport, but uh, every athlete can tell you the same thing, you know, once you are and it oh, obviously we have different experiences and some people may not have the same positive experience but to me it was i just want to be doing this for the rest of my life so that's when i was like i want i want to do this forever i want to do this as long as i can whether it's in in a club or if i can you know, just have pick, you know have pickup games on the weekend and i you know eventually i just uh, I even try to play a little bit professionally and, and well it was it was it was tough, but I, I tried. I tried the whole thing. I tried everything I could, and, and ultimately, um, I didn't. I didn't necessarily know that I was going to be my career. I didn't know um, I could have made it. Uh, basically, because because the the opportunities are so little. Um, so being such a niche career, you know, a sport, you you don't know what there are, what's there out there. So networking for me was huge and and just knowing the community uh, obviously being being part of the Rochester team has has a lot of weight and and that 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 helped that definitely helped and well then you move around and I liked you know at that at that, at that time there was the the position of assistant coach opening so right after graduation that was an opportunity for me and I was like wow this is this could be it. So I started as an assistant coach at the, New Year, at the university and um, uh, that was, that was the start of it. I, I started to go and learn more about the coaching situation, co- coaching career, and it's just been fulfilling. It's, it's, it's been, yeah, it's been great. And now, you know, being in Rochester, again, the community is very involved with the university. So this, this opportunity in the club also came up and well now, all of a sudden, one thing led to the other, and I'm, I'm still in Rochester, still involved in squash, and it, again, it couldn't be better, it couldn't be better, because this is a decision that I kind of didn't know I could take uh, from when when, from when I was a kid, you know, I just wanted to do it, but I didn't know how, I didn't know if it was going to happen, but I'm, I'm lucky enough, and I, you know, I was, I was in a good, good position to do it, um, and I'm here, yeah, this, this, is, this is how it happened.
1: That's awesome. And I love that your why for and your passion for squash like really drove you and what you wanted to do. because um, I think a lot of people still struggle to figure that out, but it's amazing that you were able to identify what that was. And so I know you mentioned how you moved from being a squash player to becoming a coach. I was mm-hmm. wondering like what that transition is like and you know, what sort of differences you found being on the opposite side from being a player and now a coach.
2: It's been tough. I, I, you know, I've been uh, tough in a way because it's so fulfilling. It's 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 so fun um, when I'm seeing the players. It's you know I, I relate to them. I, I learn from them. I, I I obviously teach them. So it's it's it is is great. And but I also miss the the part of where you're in there when you are part of it. And at this, I'm in the point of my career where you know I'm I'm trying to compete in other either other levels or in other things so because i mean having having uh, you know as a job is not the same thing as playing obviously just so the, your your interests go and lean towards some 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 other things about developing players as opposed to you with training and getting fitter so time goes somewhere else and i'm do i'm trying to do the best i can right now with with what i can as well it's not it's not like I, I am now full, um, just fully committed to the coaching. So I am fully committed to the coaching, but on the side, I'm I'm trained a little bit. I'm, I try to play tournaments here and there. Uh, I'm, right now, I am part of the Double, double Squash uh, Professional Tour, which has been, it's been a little bit of a getaway. It's been a transition to, it's been two years since I've been in, in the tour, but a year and a half I've been on COVID, of COVID. So it's been, it's been, um, Slow. This has been a slow translation uh, transition, uh, and I, I'm still competing. Another another part that I'm I'm doing uh, competition-wise uh is running. Like I took up running, and I'm doing I'm doing okay, and I love it. And it's it's it it kind of itches that scratch of competition and trying to get better and trying to improve at something. Uh, so so that that itch has being scratched, but. I do miss it. I do miss the protagonism of being on the court and and you know hitting and getting the best, getting the best of you. And but I do it now in in a, in a different setting in, in different areas. And and I just try to portray and I try to take pride on what I what I teach to my students and and how they're doing. And and you know I I ultimately want want them to do well. I ultimately enjoy when they do well and. Uh, it's just another, it's another part of the journey that I'm loving and I didn't expect it to love that much. And, and it has been just happening naturally and transitionally. Very, The transition has been very smooth. So it has been great too. It's been great. If, even if it's been a little tough.
0: I'm loving this conversation because I'm not kidding you. You can just tell how much you enjoy and love what you do. And that just okay. speaks volumes. Um so, and by the way, I feel like when you say that you're doing okay with running is kind of selling yourself a little short because I feel like I've heard you're pretty good at running actually. And you won a couple things, right? A couple races lately.
2: I, I won a couple of races here and there. Uh, yes, yes. This past weekend there was, you know, a local race is called Pumpkins in the Park. I, 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 yeah. I came in first so yes yes so so some might do well some not so much and i do enjoy it and, you know but you know it's far away from professional or far away from you know the you know the top guns that are are around so so but yes i do you know I, it's in my in my view i, I, I always want to do better and, you know sure but sure. In, i do okay i do okay thank you thank
0: you yes yes well congratulations on winning that's awesome Think. so of course um so i'm wondering what kind of skills have you learned from playing squash all these years
2: yes well I, I think one one of the things uh is is being just mentally tough just mentally you you're trying to do your best you're you're trying to come on top of the other person without necessarily bringing them down you know it's I, I translate it to, well, you're doing your best and yes, you're trying to beat the other one and you're trying to, to get the best of you and ideally the best of them. So you can come, you know, get the best of you because that's the only way you're going to, you're going to come ahead of yourself of, of what you were before. So in in a way, sports teach you that, you know, when the other person is trying to get, above you, ahead of you. you. You're always trying to get ahead too, but without necessarily trying to bring them down, you, you're both bringing each other up. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a good fight against you. It's a good fight against the other person. And, and so that's obviously the competitive side. But, but in, 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 in other areas, just I, I just feel like it's been a great network. I, I think it's been has been, you know, a great developmental tool for me again, as I, you can tell it's, it's been my life, right? It's been my life. So it's, it's taught me from, from the, the way you travel is where it's taught me from the way I portray myself and, 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 and try to come out to people and, and, and how I see people. So it's, it's, it tells me a lot about, about I think it tell, tells a lot about myself. It tells a lot about how people in general portray themselves and, and And In in the court, you know, it's another, another, a little example that I can give you there is you could be suffering, you could be, you could be in pain, you could be in trouble and and you try to hide it. You try to always still um, do your best. You try to still, you're still trying to win. And if you don't win because the other one is better, so be it. But you're still trying to, to take your best um, and, and, and take the positives of, of, of it because Again, even the number one in the world is going to lose many times. So you gotta learn from that. You gotta you gotta come on top of that. And 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 yes, I think I give you a long answer a long answer for for a short question. But I I think it teaches you a lot of things to be involved in in a sport. Yes, in, in general.
1: This conversation is making me really realize how emotional sports are and how it has such a large impact in people's lives. And so I'm curious, how did going to graduate school sort of maybe affirm some of your own thoughts about how sports affect people and how did it further your career?
2: Yes. Yeah, well, um, as I was mentioning earlier, you know, my master's and my education, I, 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 try to bring it out to to further my career and and the masters in itself has has taught me a lot about how to teach how to communicate um but also how to understand people and and in general it's been a great tool for me it's it's been it's been so uh, applicable on court and in the life when i talk to the the parents when i talk to my my, my players it's it's it's, it has aided in a way that just exactly the way I wanted, actually, because in, in, in the Warner school of education, you can tailor your, your classes and uh, to whatever you want to do. It's, is it's a very open uh, field, field of studies. Um, I wanted to study about sports. I wanted to study about adolescence. I wanted to study about teaching. So all these aspects, I put them together and, Luckily I've been able to apply them in my in my current job. Um, in another sense, the master's itself has helped me in the professional atmosphere to apply for my visas. If it wasn't for, for my masters and to be such in, in in such a specific area, I wouldn't have been able to be here too. Uh, when, when I applied for my visa. I I I said I studied I studied this for my 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 job is is this what I study for. So my master's is specifically tailored for what I do. And that's what they asked you when they when when you're applying for the kind of visa I was applying. Uh that your your job has to be related to what you study. And that's another way it helped, which it is I that's it, very indirectly. And, and luckily, I was, you know, I had already done this this path, and I, I'm still here because of my master's, basically, in a way, because I I was ready, I was academically prepared for it, and and now I've been, I'm able to apply it in, into my into my job.
0: Wow, that's like a really great point that I didn't even think about before this conversation. How that might have. Really been such a pivotal decision for you to pursue your master's, right? um yes. and I Imagine even part of like the human development piece, and like you were saying, how that transitions with coaching and communicating. And I can only imagine that that's super helpful. Should like maybe one of your students maybe they aren't listening to your advice as a coach, and then you're just trying to figure mm-hmm. out, well, how can I communicate with them, and what's meet in the middle here? And I'm sure that's been wildly super helpful. So Oscar, yes, it has,
2: it has. Yes,
0: <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you if, so far in your career, I know you've had a lot of different accomplishments and different experiences, um, but has there been one that's been super memorable for you?
2: Yes, um, I think playing at home has been has been the the again, the best part of my experience in general, it's just student as a player. And, you know, I can tell you exactly it, but like I have two or three memories that will always be there when I'm on court and I'm playing and I'm giving it all. And, you know, we're down and then we are, dubbed, you know, diving or something with an amazing play. And it happened a couple of times where, you know, we ended up saving some matches and that, that to me, the, you know, because school was about it, and my sport was about it, obviously. So um, it 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 was such a great experience uh, being on court. I think I think in general that um, I thank the university for it. You know, just having that opportunity to have a great coach, to have you know great facilities, to have the opportunities to play all their amazing players around the country, and then just hosting them in our courts and that the people that we know and that you know we love now and they're there for us and we're doing that and they get excited with us and we give them we give them a little piece and they give us a little piece of you know encouragement so that that has been it i think the some of the matches that matches at home have been key moments in my in my career that definitely nothing compares to it no professional not international tournaments it's been it's been like college matches actually it's been it's been the most exciting part of it
1: well that's great I can imagine like the immense energy like making a comeback like within the game and like your teammates there to rally you on and support you um sounds really like sweet and (laughs) exciting at the same time and then I just have a question because I know that you've been here for several years now here in Rochester. Do you have any favorite spots on campus or around Rochester that you would recommend for students to check out to expand their horizons beyond just the Rochester campus bubble?
2: Yes, yes. So I, you know, as I'm running more and more, you know, I like to go on the river. There's some amazing runs or walks, so you can just go hang out there. If if you like to go hang out, there's bars around the lake, around the river, and those are great spots. And there's parks, Cobst Hill Park. Those are amazing parks that just you can just go for an for an afternoon, especially in the summer. Or, well, not for the students. Maybe in the spring is great. And and on campus, I personally enjoy the, the, the library. I like I enjoy the library because the the, the stacks too. I, I I get so distracted so easily that I had to bury myself deep in the stacks and that was that was my spot I really enjoyed being there just put my music or put something and again it took me hours to do a little project so I would just do it there and I I feel like it was it was a great it was a great part of it and and to finish another spot I like to encourage is the, the squash courts I feel like whenever I was there and yes, my friends and like a, a, a group knew where it was and what it was. But if you're not familiar with it, go and check them out, go check one of the matches. Uh, I think you're going to feel the excitement of, you know, of a very high level sport level of, of the sport being played there. Uh, currently, they still have amazing, amazing um, international and national players, so top rankings in the world. So it's it's always exciting to get there. Well, from what I hear from people that you know they don't know what the sport is. They don't they don't know what the squash courts are. So if you get there and watch one of those matches, um, it'll be exciting as as many, uh, any other sports on campus really. But um, this being so different, uh, I think you know it can it can teach you a little bit. Of, of, it's slightly different. This is it's international. It's not many people know it. So that's another good spot they can go at. One of my favorites, anyway.
0: (laughs) I think you bring up a great point that a lot of people might not know what squash is. So do you have, like, an easily digestible way of explaining sort of the concept of the game to our listeners?
2: Yes. Um, I mean, for, for the people who know a little bit about the racket sports, I compare it a lot to racquetball, which is... Again, when I explain it, and if you don't know what racquetball is, it's a, a court of four walls. The goal is to get the ball to the front wall and try to put the ball away from your opponent. As simple as that. Ball cannot bounce twice, cannot go out, and all those little things. But I, I think in general is the same concept as racquetball. I always say it's a little harder and more fun, but <laughs> don't, tell, don't tell them, don't tell the racquetball players. But yes, it's that's that's a little bit about it squash sitting in a room four walls and yeah
0: yeah I've seen like a couple clips online of people playing squash and it looks exhausting like it really does
2: <laughs> I think it's rated the top sport for healthiest sport just because you you know burn, burn more calories per wow. per hour or so yes and, and a little bit to add to your point is when when you watch squash on on, on YouTube or it doesn't seem that that hard. They they, they do it so well. It is like ah, these guys are doing so easily. So it's good to go watch them, get, get the sweat drop, and watch the sweat of these guys. Or or you get yourself on the court because obviously all the students can can try it out. And it it's, it's really fun. It's just really fun. It's distressing, you know. You just uh, you, you can release some of the stress that you have from from your studies. Go get hit a ball, and and it's gonna you're gonna have fun.
0: Yeah. Casey, are you going to go play squash now? Have you played? I did go
1: once and I played with my friend and I was struggling so hard, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. And I do have like a family friend um, back home who plays squash and now they play squash at Bodewin. Um So he, that's like his love of his life as well. So it's nice to see these similarities
0: being brought up right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> questions she's addicting, I'm telling you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to give it a try one of these days. Um, but we are kind of running out of time, but I do have two questions for you. They're very similar, but also a little different, and you'll understand why okay. in a second. But um for my first question for you, Oscar. I know yes. as an athlete, oftentimes there's a lot of high highs, but there's also a lot of low lows. Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
0: So what advice would you give to students who are maybe athletes right now who want to maybe pursue it professionally, but they're struggling with the lows of that experience? What, what what advice would you give them?
2: I think consistency. I think uh, a lot of the sports, I mean, I, I go through that, you know, I, I, I've been through that and it's, Especially, you know, you're young. If you're in college, don't think that your time has passed. You're in college. Just, you're very young. You're, you're, you have everything ahead of you. It's even, you know, even for sports, which is such a, such a short uh, uh, lifespan of, of professionalism. So go for it. I, I think try it. Try it out. Give yourself a year if you need to. I, I don't, I, I'm not opposed to, you know, I, I I took myself a few years off just to get better. Uh, to get to the level i needed to be in in college squash so not necessarily drop out of school of course not but if if that's what you want to do you know pursue some a professional career or if you want to just excel in in the sport and in your college team so then just keep trying it keep trying it. do listen to your coaches they know they know well we we always think that you know, we're stubborn as athletes. We, you, yes, you know yourself, but they know themselves and they've been there. So listen to your coaches and, um, they'll, they'll know the best for you. And, and if you hear negative parts, you know, maybe let those go a little bit and then you keep trying. You, you, you ultimately, it's, it's about what makes you happy. And it's what, what you want to do. And and not everyone can be a number one in the world either. You, know, you just do the best you can. And you, 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 t- you take a shot at what you want to do and, and, you don't, you don't regret not doing it.
0: Great. So then my second question is more broadly for students in general. Um, what advice would you give them?
2: Yes. Okay. So this is great because, um, for me it was networking, networking, uh, you're in college start, you know, I know some of them don't know what they want to do, but expand and see what, what interests you. And, see what what of the different entities you interested interests you have um where what could be also like where you may fit better with you know what other people in your in your department are doing can can help you too so i think networking is very very important um so just be friendly learn from from the, their experiences learn from listening and um and take a shot, take your shot, you know, so I, I think that that's what, I, that's what I've been trying to do, especially with us such a specific sport. Um, you may think that there's no um, chances, but if you want to do it, if yes, there's not that many opportunities, but you know, I, I just happen to, again, a little bit being there, there at the right time, the, the right place, the right place, but also knowing, knowing uh, you know, I wanted to be as an assistant coach. So, okay, then, that evolved to n- meeting new people, uh, and, and here I am. I and I am very happy with what I do, and, and I think it's just been asking a little bit because not not every job is out there, not every um, everything you you can do is gonna be just presented to you. So we're talking a lot with with people It's gonna is gonna go a long way.
1: Yes, um, we definitely try and encourage students to network here at the Green Center. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think you truly embody what networking can do possibly for one's career. And also, it's just really nice to talk to other people who share a similar interest, similar passion. And in your case, it's squash, but for someone else could be something else. And so easy conversation starters because everyone shares interests at some level together. So, yeah. yeah. So thank you, Oscar, so much for joining us today. This was a really fun conversation. And I feel like Janae and I have both learned a lot more about Squash and the many appeals of, of Squash. So thank you so much for joining us.
2: Well, thank you, Casey. Thank you, Danae. This has been really fun. And you know, thank you for the space and, and your interest. I hope I hope someone finds this a little helpful. And if you know if you want to get some in the squash court sometime, just let me know and we'll be there.
1: Sounds great. Thank you. If you enjoyed what you heard from our amazing guests and their career journeys, please give us a rating on your podcast listening platform of choice. Hit subscribe and share us with your friends. Thank you so much for listening, and see you next time on Careers Unfiltered.